You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So you asked the question last time we met. Is it possible to bring Bikurim twice? In other words, if we have two kinds of first fruits, can we bring them twice to the temple? And the Mishnah that we're going to look at today as we close off the first chapter of the tractate of Bikurim is going to answer this question. But it's going to answer the question actually by quoting the Halachic Midrash on Devarim, the Sifrei. And, the Sif- and I thought it would be just to set the answer of the Mishnah in context. Because the Mishnah is not, not going to refer to the Sifrei. I thought it would be useful just to look at the Sifrei. Because the Sifrei is going to use the recitation which the... Um, the recitation which people bring, and it begins with the words, Higadati Hayom Lashem Elohecha. I declare today to the to the Lord, Higadati Hayom Lashem Elohecha. I declare today to the Lord, my Lord, your God. He's, he's speaking to the Kohen now. And the Sifrei is going to focus on the word Hayom, Higadati Hayom. I say today. And the Sifrei comments there, Pam achat bashana, once in the year, i.e. today I can make this recitation. Pam achat bashana, once a year, velo shte pa'amim, and not twice a year. So in other words, this is a declaration that we can make once a year. And we'll see in a minute that the Mishnah picks it up. But the Mishnah is going to begin, however, by continuing from where we left off last time we talked. And you remember last time we talked, we learnt that someone is responsible for Bikurim as soon as they are selected. Just as we learnt in the Masechtot of Truma and Maaser, for example, that when you designate your Truma and Maaser, that designation carries force. It's the same with Bikurim. You're responsible as soon as they're designated. So if they're robbed or rotted or stolen or lost, you have to bring others in their place. And the Mishnah, the ninth Mishnah, is then going to ask, Uminayin, how do we know, or specifically in the language of the Mishnah, which verse which verse tells us? Uminayin, how do we know? Shehu chayav ba'achritan sh'ad sheyavila harabayit. How do we know that someone's responsible for the bikurin, for the first fruits, until that person brings them to the Temple Mount? How do we know? And the Mishnah is then going to quote back a verse. Shenemar, and we've seen this verse before. It's in the list of verses we looked at when we began the Masechet. Reshit, it's from Shmot. Reshit, from the end of, of um, Mishpat, uh, from Kitisa. Reshit bikurei admatacha tavi beit Hashem lohecha. The first of the first fruits of your land you shall bring. Tavi. Beit Hashem lohecha. You bring. This teaches that one's responsible until they are brought. The responsibility is not just to designate, but to bring. And then the Mishnah continues, if he brought from one species and made the recital, he brought from one species and he made the recital, and he brings 
from another species. So maybe the next month he brings from a different species that ripens later. Eno kore, he does not read again. In other words, in the words of the Sifre, he gadati hayom, I say today, that's, you get one, we get one chance a year, basically, to make this declaration. And that's it. We can bring at an, on another occasion, but we can't declare. And then the Mishnah is going to close off this chapter with a reflection of the Halachot, which were taught right at its beginning. So if you remember the... Um, if you remember the... Um, the, begin, the very beginning of the Masechet brought out some some general brought out some general rules. I'm I'm just struggling slightly with my screen here. here we are. It, the the beginning of the Masechet brought out some general rules. Look in the third Mishnah. Bikarim are only brought from the seven species. Not from dates grown on the hills, not from fruits grown in the valley, not from olives that are not choice. They're not to be brought before Shavuot. And there's a story about people who did bring before Shavuot. This is the, the if you like, the, um, the introductory list of negatives that we came across at the beginning of the first chapter. Now we're going to mirror those negatives with positives. So now that's the third Mishnah. Let's jump back to Mishnah 10 where we are now. And here we learn. These people bring and recite. Until now, we've been learning about people who don't bring or people who bring and don't recite. We're going to polish off the chapter by looking at those who do bring and do recite. And it's exactly the opposite of the list that we found at the beginning. So these do bring and do recite between Shavuot until Sukkot. Shavuot's called Atzeret in the Mishnah, as we mentioned. And Sukkot is called Hechag. Mina Atzeret ve'ad Hechag. From the seven species, from fruit grown in the mountains, from dates grown in the valleys, from oil olives, from the, and from the other side of the Jordan. The, um, the, the recitation says, uh, refers to the land as Asher Nishbata Lavotenu Latelanu the land that was sworn to our fathers to give to us. And that includes the other side of the Jordan. So we can bring Bikurim from the other side of the Jordan. Although the Mishnah concludes Rabbi Yossi HaGalili says, you don't bring from the other side of the Jordan because that's not Eretz, Zavat, Chalav, Udvash. That's also part of the declaration. Eretz, Zavat, Chalav, Udvash. So it is, it is sworn to us, but it's not a land flowing with milk and honey. So this Mishnah is the opposite of Mishnah 3. And now in Mishnah 11, it's the last Mishnah in the tractate, this is the opposite of Mishnah 2. So if you like, these two Mishnayot, 10 and 11, are in reverse. That They are the reverse of Mishnayot 2 and 3. It's as if the, the chapter is a chiastic structure that begins 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and then counts back. Five, four, three, two, one. So, um, and we learned this. Hakone, uh, let, let, actually, let's have a look at the, let's, let's just go back to the, the second Mishnah. So the second Mishnah, yes, we're working backwards to the beginning in parallel with going forwards to the end. So the second Mishnah says, sharecroppers, leases, a sicarion and a robber don't bring. 
because the the pasuk says reshit bikrei admatcha the first fruits of your land the halacha about trees is actually it's it's a bit later so the the mirror the mirror imaging in the mishnah is not quite perfect but the halacha of sharecroppers leases see current and a robber appear in the second mishnah and the, and the chapter is then going to close with a reverse with with the reverse not we learned before that someone who learn only buys two trees doesn't brings but does not recite someone who buys three trees brings and recites all the rabbi meir says too if he bring if he if he, if someone bought one tree with its land he brings and recites and rabbi huda says even sharecroppers and leases bring and recite. So Rabbi Yudai is going to object to the, um, he's going to object to the, the if you like, the, the, the Halachai Mishnah 2 that we started with. So this chapter, if you like, is a bit like an arch. It begins with certain rules, it ends with certain rules, and in the middle we have all of the boundary cases that we've looked at so far. Then... Um, that closes the first chapter of the tractate of Bikurim. And then tomorrow we will begin to look at the second chapter, which is all about comparisons. Comparisons between Bikurim and other kinds of offerings like Truma and Maser. And then it will go into, on to other sorts of halachic comparisons. So we're going to get comparisons different between different kinds of animals, weird animals that we've never heard of before. That's for tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.